Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 119 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah, hello. And I have something fun that we can start the podcast with this Ooh. time. I you uh, got cat this week. No, sadly, oh, that's not it. Oh. I uh, ended up purchasing retro video game magazines from the Video Game History Foundation. Oh, yes. You, you told me about this like a couple months ago, right? Yeah. And so they I'm going to keep subscribed to it monthly. Uh, it's like $15 a month or something like that. But I'm just interested in having these magazines that are in wildly pristine condition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got my first one. And it is Electronic Gaming Monthly from 2003. Okay, do you have the month? Uh, I could probably figure it out. Okay, I didn't oh, know. If fe- it's never mind, it's February 2004. Okay. Um, and so the, the cover story here is the top 15 games of the millennium. <laughs> I didn't read that, but I want what I wanted to do here is it has reviews of games that came out that month. Okay. And I don't know if you read EGM back then. I did. So I probably actually have this issue somewhere, to be honest with you. Um, but they would have three reviewers review every game. Back when there weren't a ton of games and they could do that. Oh, there are a lot of games. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Well, it I looks like thinking... they had a lot of uh, editors then, too. Okay, yeah. But they also didn't pay extremely well either. No. So, um, so the, the main review of the issue was Max Payne 2. All right. Which is fucking crazy. What do you think that product received overall? Okay. I'm not too familiar with EGM. Okay. Is it okay. a nine? Like, is it a 10? Like, yeah, it's, it's a 10, 10 point scale. I would guess a nine, nine out of 10. No, it was two eights and an eight point five, so that makes it like an eight. Okay, so okay, so it's not just a ten point scale. It's like a it's is it like a twenty point scale where there's point five? Technically, yes. There's okay. a, there's point anything, I believe. Okay, so then it's technically a hundred point scale. Um, or no, it, it looks just... like it looks like it is only a twenty point scale. Okay, so it's either like it's either an eight or an eight five or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's three um, different ones. So And so what I think is hilarious is that was, I believe, the best reviewed one of this issue. Okay. <laughs> because the other major game that came out this month was Sonic Heroes. Oh. And what I think is awesome is two people that I follow still in the industry were reviewing for EGM at this time. John Ricciardi who works at 8.4 in Japan and translates, and Sean Bettenhausen, who works for Sony and writes for the Sony blog. (laughs) They both reviewed Sonic Heroes. I am jealous. Which I bet neither one of them wanted to do. (laughs) What do you think Sonic Heroes got? Oh, probably around a 6.65. Yeah, six. So John Ricciardi gave it a six. Okay. CJ gave it a six. And Shane gave it an eight, which Ooh. like, woof. That's wild. And it looks like they, oh, bad. Touchy controls and steep difficulty curve. I cannot agree with that. Now, does it say where they played it as well? Uh, it looks like they played the Xbox version. That's weird that that's the version that would get sent out to them. Um, generally the Xbox versions of games would run better. 
uh, just because it was closer to being a PC and it was like easier to tap into its hot powers. I guess, but like maybe it's just different now, but it seems like a lot of places send whatever the most popular console is because yeah, that's the that one time, people would be buying. So yeah, it, you would time, think PS2 would have been PS2. the big one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because like there, uh, nobody had an Xbox because it was only out for like a year and then they scrapped it and went to the 360. Yeah, and then so like I looked at a lot of these other ones and I'm like, man, I like the American Idol for PS2 game. Okay. What do you think that got? I assume it would have to come with like a microphone, right? Um, I assume that. Otherwise, it's just like a really shitty rhythm game. But, yes. Um. Oh. American Idol. I'm thinking somewhere around a five. Dude, you are highballing that. Oh, oh no. <laughs> 1.5, oh. 2, and 1.0. Oh my god. See, this is why, like, when people complain about, like, new video games being broken, it's like, I, more bad video games were released back then than today. They have a special graphic of a piece of shit with a fly on it that says shame of the month. (laughs) The good, you can choose from three different voices. The bad, anything in this game that has music in it. (laughs) Also bad, the graphics. Do you think it wasn't licensed music? (laughs) I that would be hilarious. It seems like it is licensed okay. music, but I think they might have had someone singing it to like get around copyright issues. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah, and they reviewed everything, dog. Like a lowrider PS2 game, um, an Xbox jet, uh, like jet ski racing game called Carve. I've never fucking heard of that in my life. I'm wondering because like these were probably if this was early February, right? Mm-hmm. This was probably games that released like late December and January. That is probably true. I mean, like this, like, this game is real. The fourth part of Dot Hack Quarantine. Um, ooh, Deus Ex, the second Deus Ex game, but for Xbox. Oh, uh, they did like that. I'm kind of curious about the what was it? Top fifteen of the the Millennium. So it's like listed really weird and I don't fully understand the list to be honest with okay, you. Okay. So it's not a comprehensive list. No, it's like top 15 games of the millennium and their sequels for 2004. Like what the fuck does that mean? Oh, uh, so I didn't like fully read this yet. I didn't, okay. hadn't had a chance, um, but they did have a, an import section. And what I thought was really cool was it was the first Phoenix Wright game. Oh. that that they were talking about they're just like yeah this game's really cool but yo dog you can't read japanese you can't play this oh i was gonna say because like that if it's imported then it's only in J- japanese yeah but at that time john would have been learning japanese and right. stuff so he was probably the one who uh did that for it and just like fucking ads for video games dude oh my god they're wild like this ad you can buy pokemon coliseum but it doesn't even have the final box art yet. And it comes out a month later. <laughs> huh? And that, that is just like fucking crazy. Um, so the top 15 games of the generation, I, it looks like the number one might be wind waker. And I, it's very weird. 
Let me, hang on, let me see if this is the actual list, because... Okay, whoa. You, you, you saying, like, video game ads reminded me of, like, the really weird Nintendo ads that were, like, weirdly sexual? Do you remember Yes, them? yeah. The one with, like, the woman where she's, like, tied up to the bed... Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. The one where there's okay, I, I just found it here. A Game Boy more fun than a ferret down your trousers, and it's a guy <laughs> playing his Game Boy with a ferret down his pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's another one of a guy and a woman, and they're both appear to be naked, and he's just playing Game Boy in bed. <laughs> so okay, this list this list makes no sense. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Because it is a top 15 list, but they are a video game series. So it's like the top 10, like, sequel? It's just top 10, 15 series. So, like, 15 is DDR as a series. Okay. 14 is Gran Turismo 3. Because maybe Gran Turismo 3 is the only one that, yeah, it was the only one that was on PS2. 13 is NBA Street Series, and then 12 is WWE SmackDown slash Def Jam Vendetta. Those are not the same. I guess they ran on the same engine. Maybe they are made by the same developers? They are, but I think they're on the same engine. Oh, maybe. Um, 11 is Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, which I guess there would have only been one there. 10 is the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Series. Okay which doesn't make sense. Also, these ads are for EB games. Uh, nine is Madden as a series. Eight is Soul Calibur 2. Seven is Mario as a series. Six is Metal Gear Solid 2, which that makes sense. Five is GTA as a series. Four is Final Fantasy as a series. Three is The Sims as a series. Sure. Two is Halo. And one is the Legend of Zelda series, which it only shows pictures of Wind Waker. I'll have to look deeper into this and read some of it because it just like is weird. It is weird. Yeah. As a list, because like it's not what it says would be on the front. Also, everything in here is trying to be so fucking extreme that it's like awesome (laughs) yeah i remember the late 90s early 2000s yeah dude champions of norath ad ads for the sims on console like it just it's out of control oh this is before final fantasy 12 came out they got some previews in here anyways this is fascinating to look at because it's just like seeing the previews of things that i already know what they were like right and stuff like that like the prince of persia sands of time the original or no it's them looking back at it it's just a fun snapshot on like what was happening in like the gaming world you know in february of uh you know 2004 yeah i it's just everything about this is fucking wild it's kind of like I enjoy like sometimes just downloading like an old giant bomb, like a bomb cast from like mm-hmm. 2009 and just be like, what was happening in the gaming industry in like January of like 2009? I just think it's just kind of interesting to see, you know, and like some of these electronics boutique uh, ads have like a mail in coupon for like five dollars off a game. 
Oh, here's a sexual ad for Gamefly. Gamefly existed? Yep, and it was uh, a male lady who has her shirt tied and is revealing her cleavage, and it says, when's the last time the male got you this excited? I didn't know Gamefly existed for this that long. Rent every new release for PS2, Xbox, GameCube, and GBA? Yeah, April 15, 2002. Did you know it's been around that long? Yeah, it's been around for a very long time. Okay. I remember getting... I mean, I still got AGM in 2004, so... Right. Uh, I mean, how did it work back then? You just... It's like ne- an original Netflix. They just mail you the discs. Well, no, I, I mean, I it works the same. I used to have it. Well, yeah, I, yeah. But, like, I would update, like, on the website what I was going to get next. Oh, that I have no fucking idea. I mean, they, maybe they had a website then. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe. I can't imagine the website was very good then. Oh, no, nothing was good then. So it probably was a fun time to do it. But yeah, I bet it was a website. Oh, man. Or maybe you you just like mail in a checklist of things uh, they have or could want. And then like if it was a website, it'd take probably 20 minutes to just like pick a game that you want. Mm -hmm. The Internet would have been so painfully slow back then. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's fun i'm gonna get one of those every month from now on so <laughs> and you it's not gonna just be egm it could be anything right yeah it could be anything um like i i actually they started posting on their twitter uh people were posting pictures of them and some guy got the egm when ocarina of time came out oh that'd be really cool and that's wild but i people were getting nintendo power game pro xbox magazine playstation underground shit like i see game so. informer as well yeah game informer all that stuff so because i know like they spent a lot of time at the game informer office a couple years ago because like game informer has that vault mm-hmm. uh so like they they spend a lot of time you know there so i'm sure game informer like has a lot of old magazines that they donated and stuff as well so and yeah, it's cool because it came like sealed and boarded and it has a certificate of authenticity signed by Frank Cifaldi and Kelsey Lewin. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, it's very interesting. It's a wild uh, yes. thing. So I'm glad that it is happening. Yeah, that's uh, really cool. And you'll, you'll be getting one per month. Yes. One a month. So I look forward to that. And yeah, if you want to, <laughs> yeah. if you want to just like keep reading through that and bring like, bring something new next week, I am all for it, Manny. We'll have yeah, I, don't worry. I can find something wild in there. I'm oh, sure. Uh, but with that, I think we got to get into the news of which there was a decent amount. This, I mean, of like stuff that I think interested me at least. Oh uh, yeah. I mean like, I, yeah, I think it's hard not to get excited about some of this stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, I'll let you start off because this is definitely more exciting for you than it is for me. Yeah. So the before there used to be LucasArts games um, and they would make all of this. They would put out all the Star Wars games, but they also did adventure games like uh, Tim Schafer worked there and put out Grim Fandango and Day of the Tentacle, things like that. Sam and Max uh, was another one of the adventure games they put out. But they uh, after, I believe, the Force Unleashed 2 when Disney was like making their weird transition and stuff, uh, they got, well, it was before Disney bought them star Wars, I think, but they LucasArts closed and then they Disney got out of making games completely after they had transitioned into it. Uh, but now for some reason they are bringing back a banner for all star Wars. And I guess Lucas 
properties because originally they just talked about Star Wars in this um, in this press release, but it is now known as Lucasfilm Games. And so like going forward, all games that are Star Wars would have a Lucasfilm Games thing on there, regardless of who made them. So like when Jedi Fallen Order 2 comes out, that'll be a Lucasfilm's game thing. Um, but as everyone knew currently, EA has the Star Wars license right now and was the sole company that was able to make Star Wars games. Uh, but the first announcement that came out of this was Bethesda posted a video on their Twitter, which wasn't even a tease. It was just blatant saying that Machine Games, the developers of the new Wolfenstein games, are going to be making an Indiana Jones game. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was like, oh, yeah, George Lucas did write that. And he also made another one in the Crystal Skull, and that sucked ass. So following the George Lucas legacy there. uh, But I was like, oh, that's cool. I think Machine Games could make a sweet Indiana Jones game. Yeah. I wonder if it will have the likeness of Harrison Ford. Yeah, you haven't played or yeah, you haven't played any other new games. No, I have not. But but... you have definitely heard about like, especially Wolfenstein 2 and all the crazy places. Yeah. And like they it seems like their games are pretty good with shooting and like they have uh, like decent to great cut scenes. So, I mean, they could do a lot of cool action shit with Indiana Jones and all that. Yes. I mean, like I wouldn't, their shooting is serviceable, but their strength is just like their storytelling and like how just crazy it can get. I don't want to spoil some of the things that happens in Wolfenstein too, but there are multiple moments where I just would like put down the controller and just be like, I can't believe they're doing this. Like I can't believe (laughs) Hitler is doing this in this game. I, I, shocking. <laughs> just, it was very shocking. So yes, I don't think the Indiana Jones game will be that shocking because they'll be under the thumb of did the Disney overlords. But um, yes, where they have they, I'm guessing it was like, yeah, you guys have tons of creative liberty with our franchise. Do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the other thing that came out of this, which I think is even more exciting. Well, the other weird thing I want to say before we move on is, yeah, that's going to be a Microsoft exclusive. I don't think it will be. Okay. Because I would guess that Disney would be like, no. Uh, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, because the, the Microsoft said that they will not all be exclusives. They will right. be on a game by game basis. So that's one where I would guess that it wouldn't be just because of the licensees involved and stuff. But who knows? I mean, it could be. I mean, like Spider-Man was an exclusive. That is true. But Sony also technically like owns Spider-Man just the for, movie for, the, for the movie rights. Right. Whereas like Disney owns the rights to indiana jones right spider-man gets weird but like video game wise like anybody can do it's not just sony so yeah yeah um and so then uh ubisoft put out a statement saying that hey massive is making an open world star wars game which apparently broke nda because they put it out early (laughs) um and so like game informers article had to go up early because of that (laughs) And a bunch of other sites are like, what the actual fuck? Um, because the big deal about that, other than that, I think that's cool because I would play an Ubisoft open world game that has Star Wars shit in it and be completely 
whelmed, I would right. say. Not underwhelmed. I will just be like, oh, yes, an open world game that is Star Wars. Uh, a, a Ubisoft open world game. Yeah, which is something else. Which um, you know exactly what that's going to be. I do. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be fine. And uh, but e- that means that EA is not the sole proprietor of the Star Wars license, which like no one really said anything about. Mm-mm. But to me, I think that's the biggest thing, because thank God. Thank God. Unless this is announced and they still have to wait till like 2023 or whenever it is. I don't know. But regardless, like I'll wait till 2023. If it means that someone other than EA can make a fucking Star Wars game, like, please. I've always been please. confused by that because like Lego gets away with it. They can yeah, do Lego so Star I don't... Wars. So, <laughs> yeah, that I don't get. Maybe it's because it's like not because it's Lego. I, yeah, and they I own the know. license to Lego. I, I don't know. But yeah, like EA, I mean, not uh, Respawn is fine, I think. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I didn't just want the only Star Wars games to be Battlefront's infinite sequels. And well, if they're even going to make another one after the shit show of two. But and I guess they I guess they put out um, Squadrons recently. They did that earlier this year. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, spread the love. Let it be as it used to be. Anyone. Well, I guess it was mostly LucasArts games, but right. Right. Just, yeah. Let anybody do it. Get in there. You got a cool idea for a star Wars. I would love that. Mm-hmm. And I think part of this might just be that like, yes, their, uh, their games liaison person is John Drake now, and he's not a moron. And like knows what people would probably want to see or just would like try to get cool things to happen. Well, not just that, but like when you get, if you went to developers and were like, would you want to make a star Wars game? They'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. What? I mean, it's just like, it's like Marvel. Like, Oh, when um, Disney went to Sony and was like, we want want you guys to make a superhero game, a Marvel game. And then Sony was like, how about you go talk to Insomniac? And then they went to Insomniac, and Insomniac was like, fuck yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> we want to make Spider-Man, which, of course, why wouldn't they? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, video game developers are nerds like you and I. And guess I what? We love superheroes and Star Wars. So, yeah, like, there's going to be passion here. Like, there's going to be a pat. This is a passion project for guys like Ubisoft, you know? So, like, I, I, so, like, to, to go off that, I just watched the Tim Schafer interview about Double Fine on Noclip, and it, what, they made a Sesame Street game called Once Upon a Monster, and they just, like, had this weird game, this, like, connect game, and then they were like, oh, you know what? My son has been watching a lot of Sesame Street. These dudes kind of look like Muppets. What if we just like made this a Sesame Street game and pitched it to the Sesame Street people? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, yeah. And they like really thought it was cool. And it's like I stuff like that I find fascinating, like to change completely change a game to pitch it. But I mean, you are right. Like, yes, if there is a cool property and a company approaches you in your huge game studio and says, do you want to make this? Like right, the answer right. is probably yes, because a you'll be excited to make it and B it's a fucking star Wars game. So it's going to sell regardless of what it is even. Well, like if, and if it's good, it'll sell. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I think that it's important now that they have people like John Drake out there making these deals is because like y- people have to understand that. Yes, you can churn this shit out, but if it's good, 
it will sell forever. I mean, like you have to look at Spider-Man and then uh, Marvel Avengers. Yes. One sold very well. <laughs> the other one did not. <laughs> one was amazing. The other one was mediocre at best. So like, yeah, like I, I and it's weird because I feel like those like mediocre to bad licensed games have been popping up more recently, but like they hadn't for a long time. No. And then Arkham Asylum was the first one where people were like, oh, fuck. Like we could make a good license games. <laughs> Shit. Uh-huh. I never thought of that. <laughs> and it was just like, what what are we doing here, man? Jesus Christ. And so I feel like that kind of brought back a lot of the like half-assed weird ports, you know, like everyone's favorite Ice Age and Jumanji games. Yeah, like those that. are weird. But... Uh but as long as you get like good studios working on a passion project, I have full faith. Yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's cool. I'm glad that both of these studios will be able to make these things. Yeah. So I I am excited to see what comes out of it. I question whether I would buy an Indiana Jones game. Like I think that the concept is cool. I just don't know that. Like I mean, I guess it's just like Uncharted at a certain point. Right? I was gonna say. I mean, I think we're just expecting Uncharted. I think the interesting thing will be if it'll be in third person or first person. Yeah, I wonder. I I still also wonder if they will get Harrison Ford's likeness. Uh, if they don't, then it'll be in first person. Yes. Because if true. you do get his likeness, then it has to be in, for, in third person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. So, um, The next one here, I was very excited to wake up to one morning. Mm-hmm. The Super Mario 3D World trailer is tight. It is. It's so cool. The Bowser's Fury area, they finally showed it off, and it looks like a weird... 3d open area Mm -hmm. um where you collect cat things cat bell things and uh then what was referred to in the japanese press release as god slayer bowser comes (laughs) and he looks fucking crazy he is just like a huge bowser he looks like he's fresh out of hell or something and then he fights super saiyan cat mario which i know we've all been waiting for one thing I do want to note from the trailer is because the area is so large and because like the camera's a little off, I think that's just going to be a single player only. I don't think that's going to be like the four player co-op. That's what I would guess as well. Oh, uh, like because the, like, the main game is four. It can be up to four players. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bowser's Fury is going to be like that. No, I would guess not. I, I also bet that it's like a separate thing on the main menu. Oh, like I, I bet you, well. I bet you either just pick the main game or you pick Bowser's Fury. But um, I think that's cool. Uh, yeah. It looks good, and the trailer continues to show off that it looks like it runs faster than the original game. So that's that's neat. Um, and I just you and me both love this game. So yeah, like I, I I can't wait to play this again. I think it's fucking sweet. Um, but one thing that people noted, and I wonder if this is the case, is each person is a different color cat when they get the cat suit at the end. There are a bunch of weird, like real cats rubbing on Mario. And there is one for each color that everybody else has, except one, which is red. And people think that maybe you can unlock Pauline Mm. as a playable character in this game, which I think would be cool, but maybe it's just, they were like, I don't know what's a different color cat. Cause Rosalina's, I think like a black cat or something weird. Right. 
Um, but yeah, that color is not for, no one has that color. So I think it would be cool if there was like another extra playable character or something as well, but that will probably be a secret that they won't talk about until the game is out or something. If, if it is the case even. Right. Um, uh, they also, as a part of this, because of Mario's big anniversary there, uh, they announced the Mario switch. I don't really like the color red, so I'm not super into it. The switch itself is red mm-hmm, right. and the Joy-Con uh, holder is blue. And then the Joy-Cons themselves are both red uh, for the Mario action. I think the dock is partially blue too, but uh, you can pre-order a super special edition Super Mario uh, Switch, which seems weird with the prospect of a new version of the Switch coming out in a couple months. Uh but, you know, you do you with your special edition Switch free orders, I guess. Yeah, I don't really like the way this looks. No, I don't like it very much. I guess it is also it is the first Switch that is not just black. Like all the other special editions, the Switch itself was still black, I guess. But, I mean, that's just changing a cover. I know, dude. But I'm just saying it's the first one that's red. I'm, I was sure, just reading sure. what they said to I, me. I, no, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if that's like... I no, I, I don't think hard it is like <laughs> that would not be hard. No, but that's it's the first one, yes. I believe, which I also like am kind of convinced that's not true because I think the Animal Crossing one is a different color, but they said that in their release. So I was like, mm, OK, <laughs> I think the Eevee one was a different color, too. Maybe they're talking about the bezel on the front. I don't know. Um. OK, the Animal Crossing was just black. But okay. the case or the, the dock is what is colored. Oh, okay. And that must mean the Pikachu EV one is the same. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's because I was I was like, that's a weird distinction to make. But I mean, you, you do you, Nintendo. Um, And so that uh, Bowser's Fury thing coming out kind of crushed all the hopes and dreams I had of a magical January Nintendo Direct where they tell us what's happening this year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... I don't, I don't know that we'll get that, but you know, February that game comes out. I am excited. Bowser's Fury looks cool. It's like a fun addition to a game that was already chock full of awesome content. So I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I would here, say that's oh, like, oh, oh, sorry. I'm just going to say, no, you're which I, no, I guess I'll bring it up later. Cause we'll, we'll talk okay. about it later. Cause okay. we're doing like our pre like preview. Our oh yeah, yeah. For everyone. So like, uh, we'll be previewing that game a little later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next thing I got so excited about, they revealed all six locations for Hitman Mm three dude. Fucking let's go. As someone who's been playing Hitman, they sound so sick. There are two specifically that I think look fucking awesome. One of them is an old school British manor. And there's like a clue-esque murder mystery going on in the map. And so like you can play fake be the detective (laughs) to like solve the murder mystery to then kill someone else. And that's awesome. So that that seems like a weird, unique map. But the other one is China at night. And it's like just like the fucking cyberpunk future I want where everything is all neon lights and stuff. All of the stages look so sick, and I'm very excited about Hitman 3. It comes out in five days, which is weird because it's a Wednesday, but whatever. Oh, it is. Like, I knew it was coming out, like, late end of 
January, but like we're getting close to the end of January already. So five days, baby. Ooh. The 20th. Because I got a $60 um, Xbox card for Christmas from my sister. Oh, and nice. I said, I'm going to save this and see what the reviews are for Hitman. And yeah. I'm probably going to buy Hitman with this. So, like, yes. So I think that is really cool. Yes. Uh, something that's kind of a bummer about Hitman that was announced today was you cannot import uh, Hitman 1 and 2 levels into Hitman 3 if you bought Hitman 1 and 2 on Steam. Oh. Because Hitman 3 is an Epic exclusive. So oh. you have to rebuy Hitman 1 and 2, which they said that was not the case earlier, but then today announced that that is apparently the case. So that might be some weird licensing thing with Steam slash Epic or whatever. Right. Um and I thought that I was just an idiot and the import process from Hitman 1 to 2 was convoluted. Apparently, I was correct. And everyone else also thought it was weird and convoluted. Um, they have said that with Hitman 3, it's really easy. And in theory, I don't even need to have those games installed, but I'm playing through them anyways. So right, right. Whatever. So I, there should just be an option on the menu that says, get me this. Thank you. And it should just read the PlayStation Store, the uh, Xbox Live Store, and go from there. Uh, they put out a whole FAQ about how to go about importing, and it seems like it's much more simple. So I think that's cool. Um, also, I think that they've been announcing stuff like every couple of days. But one of the things was like when you imported your Hitman 1 stuff into Hitman 2, you didn't carry over like progress and unlocks. So like your levels and stuff didn't carry over, right. but they will carry over to Hitman 3. From oh, Hitman 2. see, that's why I didn't buy Hitman 2, because I was like, I will have to like do everything again in Hitman 3 anyways. So. Uh, apparent, I mean, it, it'll be more fun to play those levels in Hitman 3 anyways, sure. if you actually want to play them. So. But apparently that stuff carries over, so like I'll have my explosive rubber ducks at the ready for Hitman 3. Sweet. I know. So that that's cool. I am excited for that. Uh, you put this next one on here about a Resident Evil showcase. Yeah, apparently next week on January 21st, uh, Resident Evil is going to have a showcase. And they are expected to show more Resident Evil Village. And, what? Uh, yeah, shocking that they'd show the next <laughs> Resident Evil game at the Resident Evil showcase. I can't believe it. Um, my guess is they are going to announce it. It's coming out sometime in April or maybe I would assume May. that. Um, and, uh, I'm very excited for resident evil. I don't know. There's not a lot to say other than like, Hey, if you're into resident evil, keep an eye out for that next week, which the 21st is a Thursday. So next Thursday. So mm. we, we might be talking about resident evil a little bit more next week. Nice. Uh, do you think they'll announce if this is the case, do you think they'll announce like a remake as well? Uh, I don't know. I saw people saying that they like, found information that might say that they're re-releasing the old games in their original format digitally again for the hundredth time but they're already released on the new consoles i know but they might be re-releasing them again or in some kind of pack i mean like a pack would make sense I don't know. Who cares? You can just buy those games for like basically free at this point. Uh, so if that if that is the case sale. That, if that I, is the case, who wants it? Who cares? Yeah, I mean, like, they would have to, like, package all three for, like, $20 because they're all constantly on sale. At least, like, uh, four, five, and six. I mean, like, you can, yeah, you yeah. can. They're 
they're always on sale for like five or six dollars each. Yeah, so I don't know. I would I guess I would not expect them to announce a new thing, though. Hmm. But I mean, well, that remains but like, scene, I guess it, then why have a showcase? Because they have not really shown like true gameplay of Village. I guess, but like they probably are going to use this to like show a bunch of like weird characters and stuff, so people can be like, "What? It's Leon okay. or something?" Uh, maybe, uh, maybe like, but like then this is going to be a very lengthy dive into Village. Otherwise, because like otherwise they'd say like this is a trailer, but like yeah. to say it's a showcase means that they it's going to be meaty if if they're also, only going to show one thing. There are werewolves. Yeah, so, yes, yes. Which know. we already knew that. No, I know, but we. How do you fight them? I don't know. You uh, shoot them, shoot probably. Them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but we. Who knows? Silver oh, bullets. Oh. Apparently, there's a new animated t- TV show as well. Oh, there yeah. is. So, it's like, fuck. God damn it, man. <laughs> oh, maybe they'll show a trailer for the new Resident Evil movie reboot. I, that's that's being brought up in this uh, Polygon article I'm reading mm-hmm. about. This. Gross. So. I'm gonna have to tune in. Scott keeps asking me every day, when are we going to watch Resident Evil? And I forgot that I told him I would do that with him. Uh, maybe he forgot as well. Nope, he didn't. He keeps asking me. Oh, so okay. <laughs> he will never forget. <laughs> and he said, hey, you have Hulu, so we don't even need me to bring him. And I said, that's great. I Oops, I lost my Hulu account. Oh, no, I lost my keys to my house i'm I'm locked out forever (laughs) what we can never watch resident evil now what i accidentally someone broke into your house and broke all your copies oh no oh my god no (laughs) somebody broke my internet hulu doesn't (laughs) can't believe it the the words resident evil are censored in my household now we can't nothing works with that title (laughs) shit yeah. <sighs> Anyways, uh, the final news story here is so exciting. It As is someone who grew up in the 90s. I got to work one day and my coworker said to me, hey, did you see what day Pokemon Snap is coming out? And I said, excuse me. And they said, yeah, it comes out on April 30th. There's a trailer. And then I watched the trailer <laughs> and I felt special and magical inside because I love Pokemon and I love Pokemon Snap. Uh, I still think the name New Pokemon Snap is the worst ever. Um, is it better or worse than New Super Mario Brothers? I think it's better than New Super Mario Brothers. Okay, so uh, they're doing slightly better. I do, yes, but like also each new version of the iPad that was coming out for a long time was like the new iPad, which is someone who worked in an electronics department had to sell iPads. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what fucking generation of iPad this is, man. And then you'd have to like do some deep research on the fucking model number and stuff to figure it out. So maybe they're planning on never making another Pokemon Snap again, is what I'm saying. Which I thought was happening the first time. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this before the podcast. We. Like, I never, I don't think either of us thought this would ever happen because no. Game Freak does not understand its audience. No, that's why when they first showed that initial teaser, I was like, no, what? Right. Pokemon Snap? Um, and we can all be thankful because the Pokemon company is not making it. Game Freak is not making it. Namco Bandai, uh, who's made such Pokemon hits as Pokken Tournament Fighter. 
uh, will be making this. So I I don't know. I I am excited, and I think I will really like it. And I think I personally will get my sixty dollars worth out of this product, uh, just through nostalgia alone and the fact that there will be a lot of Pokemon in it. And I just like Pokemon Snap's gameplay because it's like a I don't know. It's like a puzzle ish thing where you got to like figure out how to make some of the Pokemon evolve and like that kind of thing. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed by this because I have a feeling it's going to be like the original Pokemon snap where it's like pretty short. And I think people are going to be like, oh, I paid $60 for this five hour experience mm-hmm. and lose their minds. Yeah. Uh, but I will not. Unless it sucks so much ass which I think the bar is pretty low for me on a new Pokemon snap. To I, be honest with you. If you can take pictures and it gets reviewed, I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. I was like, are there Pokemon check? Is it, uh, do I snap pics? Mm-hmm. Check. Okay. We're in. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed that it's a new professor and not my boy, professor Oak. Yeah. I was hoping that it would have that professor Oak and it not even saying words. I'm just going, Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I, did, I have that. That sound is stuck in my head forever, and I have occasionally thought about making it my text message sound <laughs> because I that is forever burned into my brain as someone who played more hours than I could possibly count of Pokemon Snap, despite the fact that it's like fucking four hours long. Well, that's part of it because like it's the perfect game to just like go back to once a year and just play through it because it, you can do it in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's perfect. No, so yeah, I've pl- I played that game on my N64 more than I could possibly count. Um, so that's why I think both you and me are excited about this as people who really like the original Pokemon Snap. I think it's think that's cool. So yes. Oh. Oh wait, wait. can you hear this? <laughs> I can. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Sorry. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love Pokemon Snap. I I I hope that the new professor says some dumb shit like that, and yes. I hope they only care about whether or not the Pokemon is in the center of the frame. Yes, and sometimes you have the worst picture, and you can't beat it. It's impossible. It's the greatest picture that he's so ever seen. The two things he cares about are if there are mul- if it has if it's posing, mm-hmm. if it's in the center of the frame, and if there are more than one mm-hmm. of it. And nothing else matters. You could take like the fucking most insane, gorgeous picture. And you're like, wow, this is a masterpiece. And it'll be like, it's off center. What the fuck is this? Zero points. And you're like, oh, Professor Oak, go learn about photography. My guy, please. Pikachu's not even eating an apple. Why am I looking at this? (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) But then it's like, oh, Pikachu's near a surfboard. A thousand billion points. fucking ridiculous but i so what i think is cool about this is like that game was the original 151 pokemon like it wasn't there are almost, oh it was, i mean they weren't all there but no, you know it was like 60 pokemon in that game but there are almost a thousand pokemon now who yeah. knows what's going to show up in this anything goes very exciting um so i i look forward to that on april 30th uh and i think with that that's it for the news that we've got Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of any other hot pressing issues or events. That uh, no, happened. and that, I mean that's that's a longer news session we've than we've had since probably oh, November since f- forever. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. So um, I think I, I I think we got the news down this week. So that's very exciting. For us. Oh, sorry. There's one more thing. Hitman Three is coming to the Switch. 
But it's just the streaming version. Yeah, just the streaming version, but it is coming out in five days. Anyways, so you want to stream Hitman 3 to your Switch, you can do that. Oh, yeah, that just sounds bad. It does, but I think Control and some other game did that recently, and people said they were fine. Resident Evil 7. Mm, Okay. Um, And then also Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think, also does streaming only on the Switch. Weird. Interesting. I mean, hey, if that's something you want to do, to the, you can do well, it. Well, I mean, if you only have a Switch yeah, and you want to try, like, an Assassin's Creed game, I mean, like, sure, I guess. Like, that is, um, I, I at least try it. Right. Why not play the HD remaster of Assassin's Creed 3? Uh, that's or, native to the Switch. <laughs> or don't do that. I mean, I wouldn't, but I'm saying if you if you wanted to. I bet Black Flag could play on the Switch. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is out though. I three definitely is because they like did that HD re-release. Well, because like we Black Flag made. was released on both Xbox 360 and like like previous gen and next gen. It is on the Nintendo Switch. It says so. No, Black Flag wasn't. It, Black Flag was only PS4, and then Rogue came out at the same time. Nope, and that you're was getting the Unity version. and Rogue. Mechanic. Oh damn! Black Flag because that Black Flag came out in 2013 when the new console. Dang. So Black Flag and Unity. Okay, actually it came out first on the uh this PS3 and X360, and then like a month later it came out on PS4 and Xbox. So weird. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, it came out on the Wii U. Gross. Uh sure. I mean why not? It probably it probably sucked. Um, I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it was just the PS3 Xbox 360 version. I mean, probably. Except maybe with a little better inventory system because you never had to go into a menu. You could just. I remember the Wii U version of Watch Dogs 1, which almost got canceled because it was so fucked up and bad. (laughs) Well, that was just a. That was supposed to be just a PS4, Xbox One. Oh, but it wasn't. It It was not, I don't think. Mm. So it went on previous gen as well? I'm pretty sure. Oh, well. Because they had to downgrade that a lot from those like original previews. Oh, do you know it, Matt? Yep, it came out on... Oh, what? Excuse me? In this list of things, the 360 is there, but not the PS3. So who knows? Oh, that's weird. Um, but maybe that's just Google being incorrect. Okay, I have on Wikipedia it does show. PS3 okay, it does have PS3. Yeah, yeah, it's on Stadia as well. Oh, nice. So yeah, you Get can it. check that out if you're a Stadia fan. Yeah. Um, so with that, I guess we'll get into the games that we have been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have only been playing one product, Ooh. and it is Hitman Two. Uh, and it is so fun. I love playing Hitman. I beat Hitman 1. I did all of the stories that they tell you you should do. So that's like three assassination stories per stage usually. Um, I think there was only one stage in the first Hitman that I did not like. And it was the Colorado stage. Which is that the one with the drummer? No, that's that's in Hitman 2. Are you sure? I believe. Oh no, there are there sorry, there's multiple drumming situations. I was a drummer last night in Hitman 2. Uh no, that is uh fuck. 
Cause like that is that in Japan or something where like you can dress up as like a hippie, or the 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 one where you dress up as the hippie that is in Hitman too. Okay, because I just did that last night as well. Um, no, the one in Japan is the final stage of Hitman One. The one in Colorado is uh, is that the military base? It is like a four. You have to kill four people, and it is all military compound. Yeah, okay, it's like okay. locked down. I hate it because it's like. You start off and you can't even get inside the fucking place and everyone is hostile. So it's like not even a thing where you can just be like, oh, well, I'll like try to go anywhere. You can't because you'll get shot. Oh, and, I remember this place. This and is like so, a farm. Okay, yeah, it's yes. the farm. I just it's so not fun. Like some of the mission stories were interesting. Like you replace to kill the main guy. I replaced his smartwatch battery with a bomb and then you email him. And it blows up when he gets the email. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's just four people, which none of the other ones had had more than two people before that. And it just is like, oh, this is weird. And everything is on lockdown. So that one I just didn't think was as fun because it feels like it doesn't give you nearly as much freedom as the previous stages do to just like dick off or do whatever. Right. Um, whereas then the final stage is wild where you're in the hotel in Japan and like, you can f- do a guy's surgery yourself to kill him. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Um, I and then the, you so you have to kill that guy, which I don't remember why you're killing him. He is like some higher up who betrayed you or something. And then the other person is a Yakuza lawyer. And the way I killed her was she's been trying to quit smoking, but I put cigarettes in her room, and then she went to smoke on the balcony, and I pushed her off the balcony. Mm. Um, and then the trophy was like smoking kills or something. And I was like, perfect. Um, but I, so I've only done the first two maps other than the tutorial map from Hitman two. And it is a lot better. I will say like, um, not that it's that different. It's just the maps are way larger and way more elaborate. Yeah. Like the one, uh, I think the first one you have to do is that like the track, the racetrack. Yeah. In Miami, it's fucking wild. Like there is the whole racetrack area, which is huge. And then there is the entire like pits and like garages for the cars, which is huge. There's a museum, uh, that also has a robotics lab in it. And then under that, there's this huge underground parking complex. Like it's huge and there is so much stuff there. And so that's, that's one of the reasons why the more I think about that Colorado stage, the more I'm like, oh, this is just not what I was looking for. Um, and then even the second stage I did last night is in Columbia. And it's like, you have to kill three people and they're, uh, like their weird drug trade. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the cartel leader, the chick who, does something else and then the the chemist and each one of the areas is like so huge and different like the main cartel guy is usually on his mansion property which is gigantic the village is very huge there's like a bunch of like rainforesty jungle area and then there's the the cocoa farm where the other guy is like it's it's crazy so i can't wait to see what other stages because i never other than Miami, I don't know that I've ever watched any Hitman 2 gameplay, I guess. Uh, yeah, I watched. I Oh, God, I remember seeing someone. <laughs> you literally get into the bird costume and then you fly away. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. I have not seen that, but I do like that. Yeah, there's like a specific escape that if you take that specific escape while wearing that costume, 
he just starts flapping his wings and he flies away. And so what I like about it is in each stage, there is always some hidden costume that's just stupid. Right. And there are like a million challenges associated with that. Like in the Japanese hotel one, you can get a ninja costume and like all the challenges are like, I'll kill like 15 people with throwing stars and Mm -hmm. shit. Or you can dress up in the jumpsuit from Kill Bill and then like kill a bunch of people with a katana, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So like there's a lot of stuff like that, which I think is fun. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited to see if three is like even more elaborate than the maps and two, that will be nuts. Yeah. Um, because they already are super elaborate. FYI, the map I was thinking about initially is Bangkok. Okay. I think that's where I'm supposed to go now. Uh, I'm not positive. Which is, which is the one where you can dress up as the drummer. Okay. So, cause yeah, I dressed up as a drummer in. Uh, one of them in the first one and i was a bongo player last night mm, nice i uh i had to play with a band <laughs> while a man got crushed by a statue we were playing at his the unveiling of the statue mm. but i had tampered with it oh so it fell on him I, my favorite kill so far was i dropped a uh stuffed moose on someone from above and they died you didn't just walk into a boardroom drop a rubber duck bomb and they just walk out like a baller okay so there's the the rubber duck bombs are broken like i legitimately think that the people like aren't programmed to react (laughs) properly or something so there was another the stage the first stage where i dressed up as the drummer and hitman one like this dude and his bodyguard were just walking by and i was like i wonder if i just like threw this proximity duck (laughs) if it would matter it killed him and his bodyguard and a civilian and they just let me walk away like they were like oh yeah i saw you throw it but like who gives a shit and i was like what that's what i guess it kind of would make sense like people don't react initially because if you're just walking down the street and someone like drops a rubber ducky you're not going to be like freaking out and be like oh my god it's a bomb i didn't like just drop it i was looking right at them and i threw it Mm -hmm. at them and then they like walked one more step and blew up so it was like pretty obvious it was me yeah i mean if you see someone throw a rubber (laughs) duck and then it blows up at that point you're like oh that is a bomb after you see it blow up okay so yeah why i think it's like broken though is because like other stuff like that people will see you and immediately be like oh Mm. no kill him but the rubber duck it's just like who cares (laughs) and so i was just like okay i guess i'll use this more often if i ever get a tight spot um but i think that i think that's fun and like you get a bunch of like weird explosive cell phones and shit and then you like plant them around and blow people up when they pick it up looking at what it is and stuff that's yeah two definitely also has a lot more like unique interactions with people and things than one does right so i i think they'll good they're gonna go all out with three uh hopefully because like those yeah. those games are just bursting with personality Mm-hmm. and just uh and, and they're just some of the best uh just sandbox games you could possibly uh play and i i just i don't get how no one knows that it's 47 it's like you're meeting with this person who you've known for your whole life and they sound different because 47 never tries to change his voice and you're that they're like oh it's fine mm-hmm. and you're like what also he never has hair he never has hair like literally one last night i had a guy comment he's like oh got a haircut Mm -hmm. i was like (laughs) fucking come on dog (laughs) 
I also so the one more thing. I I could talk about this forever, oh, but there God. there was one more thing. I was wearing the uh the flamingo mascot suit. Right. That, that's the suit that you can fly away. In. Yeah, yeah. And so I met I, I one of the story things was to meet this lady uh because you claim you have incriminating evidence against mm-hmm. her. And so in the beginning, I thought I had to wear that suit because the guy who you would like steal the evidence from is wearing it. So I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Apparently you could wear anything because I sit down and one of the guards looks over and he's like, so are you here for a job interview? And 47's like, yeah, I guess you could say that. And he's like, this was the only thing you had to wear here. Like this was what you chose. And he's like, everything else is at the cleaners. And like, that was the whole conversation. And he just like accepted it. And I was like, this game, man, it's so goofy and it knows it. And that's why I like it so much. I think they nail it being self-aware, but like everyone in that world takes it seriously. So, Mm -hmm. so it works, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like wrestling. Yes. Kind of. It's self-aware. They know it's stupid, but they, they pretend and they take, they, they take it seriously. And so that works. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's all I got. Mm -hmm. Um, my three, I've just been playing the, the same three Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I'll give you an update, Manny. Just give me a second. Mm-hmm. I got to pull up mm-hmm. the app here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm 80 hours in 79 hours and 50 minutes. Oh to be exact. boy. Uh, and my progress is 87.32%. Oh, so close. I'm getting there, Manny. I'm getting there. You're, you'll be done someday. Uh, someday. Um, I will say, holy shit. I don't want to spoil anything because I know Justin listens to our podcast um, and he's mm-hmm. a big Assassin's Creed fan and he's playing this. This game goes places at the end, specifically with like the real world stuff or like the current day oh, modern stuff. I heard people saying that. Where so. like this is definitely like the most interesting stuff they've done probably since three assassin's creed three. Oh, i was gonna say since black flag i liked in black flag because it was like first person and you were an ubisoft employee no i mean like people are saying like this goes like this is like as much if not more than like since like assassin's creed three so mm. uh it definitely goes places and i am a very curious to see where it's going uh i definitely do feel like i am reaching the end of the story though which okay. i mean by the percentage obviously but yeah, yeah. Uh, i will not be surprised if i'm close to 100 hours by the time i'm done yeah yeah uh, which i looked into it i started this game november 10th so oh shit i've been talking about this game for several months now you have um so yes uh i i am liking valhalla more and more the more i play it so it's just been a slow burn and i'm enjoying it yeah. um officially the first game i beat this year was call of duty modern warfare 2 okay uh the remaster um boy this game goes places as well uh, they make a really big deal about the no russian mission early on oh no i think the other parts are more serious than that i was but... gonna that's what i was going to say like i don't know like if you the want to spoil nuke in the u.s yes when the i was gonna that's exactly what i was going to bring up if you yeah because like, like this is a 10 year old game like you know. mm, yeah i i don't if and it's also like four hours long so yeah, like yeah. if you yeah uh, so yeah, just like the nuke at the like like towards the end of the game, and like you having to play through that, and then and then like your commanding officer turning on you and turning on everyone, and then you have to go chase him down. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are it, the story goes places, and by the end, I was like, this was a good game, and I'm very intrigued to play three, which I own three the 360 version so i'll probably mm. play that at some point just to kind of see the 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 final part of this uh you know see the the trilogy through so yeah mm-hmm. um I, uh, I i liked it and if you have you know um pokemon uh pokemon Pl- or pokemon playstation <laughs> plus not pokemon plus PlayStation i was like plus. where are you going with I, this i am i don't know where i'm going with this but if you have playstation plus and you downloaded this a couple of months ago definitely worth checking out uh, and then the last game I've been playing through is uh, I wrote Tom Raider. You did write Tom Raider, <laughs> and I did not correct it because I was very pleased with that. I, I didn't mean to do that, but I like it. I want to play a game called Tom Raider. I, I would play Tom Raider. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So I've been. But what is it? How, how is that? Uh, it's pretty good. I'm I'm really liking the. Um, the tombs that they have in the game. I know there's not a lot of them and that was one of the big complaints, but like the, the tombs feel more like uh breath of the wild shrines mm, where okay. they're just kind of like small physics puzzles. They only take mm. maybe 10 minutes at the most. Mm. Uh, so like, I, I just kind of like, I just, because I don't know how familiar, familiar you are with this game, but it's not like one big open world. It's just a lot of smaller individual like areas. So yeah, it like, was two where it was more open, right? Uh, no, two is very similar to this. Oh, okay. Where it, I would say three is where it opens up a little bit more. Okay. Uh, but like, so like you just kind of get into this area and then you just kind of explore the area. And then like some of the areas have these tombs and then you just kind of go do like this, this small little puzzle, uh, which I, I like. I like stuff like that where it is just like a very small 10 minute like physics puzzle. I think that's one reason like. That is the one thing that I really, really liked about Breath of the Wild, and uh, uh, I am enjoying it here. Uh, I am, I, I do feel like how different I play games now compared to when I was then. Which a lot of it is just um, back then. I was just I was so new to video games or like playing like these kind of games. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get through anything, everything I could as fast as I could because I wanted to just try all these new things. Where mm. now I'm much more like you, where I like taking my time, or like Nukio especially as well, where I like taking <laughs> my time and just kind of exploring every nook and cranny and getting the most out of games rather than just try to beat it as fast as I can. So I think in that sense, I am enjoying Tomb Raider even more now because like it, yeah. it does reward you for taking your time and uh, just kind of exploring. So Cool, cool. Yep, cool, cool. Um, hopefully, I will be Assassin's Creed and Tomb Raider soon. I'm pretty close to the end for both of them, so I'm feeling nice. good. So I will be ready for uh, Hitman Three. Which <laughs> are we going to do a spoiler cast for Hitman Three, Manny? We could. I we actually could. am like moderately interested in the plot of Hitman. So like, hey, maybe that'll be our first spoiler cast of the new year. Because I wouldn't mind doing more of them. It's just hard yeah. because you and I have very we rarely different play the same things. Yeah. Yes, I mean like our top ten lists at the same year or at the end of the year have maybe one or two. Uh, yeah, so. usually. But no, Hitman. So the plot of Hitman is weird, yeah. and it's definitely a trilogy, and like it will be concluded in three, which I think is 
strange because like most of the time people don't talk about the plot of that game at all well i feel like the first one people are like this story is weird and then like two is where it starts getting like really crazy right i didn't notice in one the cutscenes are like wildly well done like they're super well animated and like graphically impressive and then in two because they were independent they're just stop motion graphics (laughs) like they're not cutscenes yes yes. and i was like man i wonder if three will go back to the cutscenes because they maybe they made enough money off hitman 2 but i i don't know well hitman 2 was because i think they also yes but i think they completely dropped publishers for three or maybe the only they might only use warner brothers to publish the discs on console because then uh, under publisher of hitman 3 it just shows io okay so yeah they they definitely did drop warner brothers then which i think is interesting for them uh, uh, yeah i'm under hitman and it is showing uh just, yeah, just io for uh for hitman 3 and i would assume they will have a publisher for the james bond game no though. no i will send you what i'm looking at this is on uh wikipedia but Shit, i dude. i'm uploading this picture now and it shows a uh, publisher just uh io interactive Shit, dude that's crazy and good for them then yeah because I, um, I think it was EA that had the James Bond license for a really long time. Oh, poor when EA. When they were making all those Bond games. Uh, They've lost all the like licenses. Then. Yeah, but I mean, their last one, I think it was like Quantum of Solace. And I think it was not very good. So that was, that was just a long time ago. Yes, it was. Like over a decade, I think. So, uh, yeah, that's good for them. Then. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, that they're doing well enough that they can work on two games at the same time and yeah. self-publish those two games. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that means Square Enix published Hitman 1, Warner Brothers published Hitman 2, and they themselves published Hitman 3, but they are still a Wait. trilogy of games with the same plot. Yes. <laughs> well, here's the crazy thing. If you go through I, uh, if you go through what I sent you, Eidos Interactive did Hitman, the original. Well... That's because they were oh, yes. IO was like part of IDOS or whatever. Yes. But I'm saying like they were part of IDOS. Then mm-hmm. Square Enix they merged together and then it was Square Enix and it was Square Enix and not just uh, IDOS. And mm-hmm. then they went to Warner Brothers and now they're IO. So yeah, I mean just like this trilogy's had three <laughs> different publishers. So Yeah, it's not so good for them. I just I'm so glad that hitman 3 or it's hitman 3 hitman this reboot which isn't even a reboot because it's still assuming the 20 years have passed prior right uh i'm just glad that it like took off like it did and i think they're the way they did the episodic thing worked well uh it got people in it got people in yeah and i think that's what was important because the hitman game before it i think it was absolution yes people fucking hated that game well, and Kane and Lynch were. Was, oh, and Kane, uh, Kane and Lynch was a trash fire. Yes, so. I mean, it, someone got fired. Someone lost so, their job. Someone may have lost their job for a negative review of Kane yes. and Lynch. Yes. Uh, and then yeah, Kane and Lynch too. Not much better. Uh, so yeah, I I, I, I would say Blood Money was probably their last really good game. Yeah, people really like uh, contracts and Blood Money. So. Which Blood Money was 2006, and then Hitman. 2016 so they had a 10 year span of at best mediocre products so mm-hmm. yep 
So, but now we're we're getting the good ones. So yeah, I think that's uh, and good. we're both very excited. It's probably our most uh, like ex- <laughs> like excited game for at least the first quarter Couple of the months here. Yeah. yeah. So good for IO. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, but I guess now we'll move into part three, which I don't know if you have. I'll just post this here. Uh, I have a list of 21 games in our uh, Google sheet here. And I figure these can be the, the 21 games we talk about, at least that we know that are coming out this year. Mm-hmm. A couple of them might not come out, but I have a good feeling about most of them. So we'll just kind of. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. And then I created a whole spreadsheet here uh, where we're going to also add a game to it where we're going to try to guess what the open critic score is going to be. Oh, boy. I picked open critic because it gets weird with Metacritic because it'll be like, well, the Switch version's a 79. The PS4 or PS5 version is an 85. The Xbox version's an 84. And the, the PC version's an 88. Uh, so like at least with open critic it just kind of combines all of that together so mm-hmm. uh so then and then we, we can just keep adding to this as the throughout the year and we'll see who's better at predicting the scores <laughs> at the end of the year Manny. it's not gonna be me i'll tell you that um, so i never know uh, I, i'll just show you how it works i don't know how well this will work on a podcast but you know deal with it so the first game we'll talk about is 12 minutes so let's say manny you're like that's gonna be a 79 I think it's going to be a 75. I'll say a 75. And then I think it's going to be a 79. So uh, let's say it ends up being an 80. Mm -hmm. I get a score of 99 because I was so close. And you get a score of 95. And we'll just keep doing this. And and it'll just kind of keep track automatically. Okay. So, uh, yes. I spent a lot of time figuring out. I bet you did. (laughs) Uh, But, like, you know what? I've told you before, I am the master of Google spreadsheets. I know things (laughs) that most people don't. So, yes. Uh, So, all right. Uh, So, I guess we'll get going here and talk about 12 minutes. Uh, This is the game that um, was shown, I think, at Xbox uh, a couple years ago at E3, correct? Yes, it was. It was actually no they did show the it wasn't just part of an indie like montage it was they got its own spot it got its own spot and it's all like yeah. a t- it's a time loop where you're trying to discover like like he comes in and he like says to his wife like you have 12 we have 12 minutes a police officer is going to come in and like kill us and you're uncovering some secret i guess i should have looked into this a little bit more no you are you're just like you're basically trying to figure out how to get out of this and survive but i just remember the thing that ends up revealing is like you find out your wife is like a secret spy or some shit and that's why they're coming to kill you and you you're basically just trying to survive uh the whole scenario which has an interesting camera angle as well where it's like completely like a bird's eye view like top down uh, it's not at an angle at all. It's completely top down. So I, I, yeah. I am, uh, I'm very intrigued by this game, and I, I'm intrigued by like time loops in general. And this being mm-hmm. obviously, it's going to be a 12 minute time loop, and that's why it's called 12 minutes. So, uh, do you honestly think it's going to be about around a 75? I do. Okay. Because they usually, I feel like usually this type of game, I, I think that people always think it's going to be cool and then it's like oh you did pretty well with this concept but if you did it again you'd be able to do better right right and i don't know um, who's making this uh i guess yeah i, I can't remember i think 
12 minutes. It is... Oh, Annapurna is publishing it. Yes, that is true. Uh, it looks like it's Luis Antonio, so I'm guessing it's just one guy. Yes, I uh, believe so. And he's uh, from Portugal, so mm-hmm. uh, good luck to Luis. It might mm-hmm. be Luis. I don't know Portuguese yeah. well enough. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's cool for Anna Perna to be to get a like Anna Perna as a publisher. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be around an eighty. I'm I'm gonna guess okay. an eighty. So uh, when it actually comes out, uh, then I'll put in like the open critic score. So for now, we'll just keep that at uh, zero. Um, Axiom Verge two, Manny. Um, I is this actually coming out? <laughs> I was announced. It was announced. I know. I remember when it was announced as well. And I still, I that seems so long ago, but maybe it wasn't. Well, Axiom Verge came out, the first one came out in 2015. So he's been working on this for six years. Because I remember where he like said he was making two, but then nothing happened. And then they just like showed a little bit of it or like just the title at a Nintendo Direct thing. Uh, I don't know. Here's an Either article way, that I says. I don't know what this will get. Here's an article from Eurogamer that says Axiom Verge 2 is delayed into the first half of next year. And this was written okay. October of 2020. Okay. So okay. according to this article, it's supposed to come the first half of this year. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is another one that I'm not sure. Like, I remember the first game reviewed well enough. Yes. So... People really like that first game because it's basically just Metroid, but does a bunch of weird, interesting stuff. Right. So I, you know what? I'm going to low ball this and I'm going to give it a 70. A 70. Because I think this is going to be one of those things where people really like the first one, but when it's done again, they will not like it as much. Like it won't, I think it won't have as much new inventive stuff. So it'll seem like less crazy. Sure. Okay. So I'll put in a 70. I'm thinking I would, I would agree with you, but like Nintendo has not really done anything with the Metroid uh, franchise in the last five, six years. Hey, Metroid prime four is coming out in 2023. So. All they've that I can, I think the only thing they did was re- re-release Metroid two. Yes, uh, on the 3DS. Uh, on the 3DS when the Switch was already out and everyone went, I would play that if it came out on the Switch. Yep. Uh, so, Which it also weirdly came out like a couple weeks after the fan translation had finally finished. Yes. It's just whatever. So I'm <laughs> thinking it'll be around an 82. Okay. Um, just because like, I know there's a lot of Metroidvanias, but there's not a lot of like just basically Metroid. Uh, where if like Nintendo released a Metroid in the last couple of years, people would compare it to that. But since there really hasn't been a big one, then I think people will like this will scratch an itch for people that are looking for a Metroid experience. So, mm. um, so that's that's going to be my guess. Um, mm. The second sequel of Bravely Default, maybe. So for this, I'm going to say I bet that this will be almost identical okay. to the previous two in terms of what it got. So I'm going to say 84. 84? Yes. Uh, I have no idea. So I'm just going to say an 80. Because the first two games, I think one is at like an 82 and the other one's at like an 85 or something. All right. Uh, And they're basically the same game. And this looks like the same thing. So I'm going to say about the same. Okay. 
do you think it could be a little worse because it is just basically the same? I think it could be, but I think it's I I'm hoping it's better. Like I it's weird because the first game I didn't end up beating, but I really liked what I played up to that point. And then it gets really repetitive and bravely second. Sorry, I almost said bravely default too. uh, bravely second, like was like almost like a side story of that first game. Like it wasn't a true sequel. It's like a lot of similar characters and stuff. And it was more like funny and jokey. And mm-hmm. I thought that was like really strange. This one is like all new characters in a new world. So I, I think they're trying to do better. Okay. So I think, I think it's going to end up, I'm going to like it more. Huh. So we'll see. So apparently in Japan, it was published by Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, it's published by Nintendo. Yes, uh, that happens with a lot of JRPGs now. And it is because uh, the developer or the publisher thinks that it is not going to make back as much money as they would like it to. And so they don't want to take the time to translate a game with a buttload of text. Mm. Um, because it is a Square Enix studio that right, develops right. Brave, Bravely Default. So I would assume that is why. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, the next game is one of your most anticipated games, it seems like, uh, Deathloop. Yes. I. Oh, man. This game looks so cool mm-hmm. to me. I think the art style is really interesting. I think the concept of having someone follow you to... Uh, kill you is interesting another time loop game uh it does seem like you can play offline and well you can't actually but you can play without a real human trying to kill you it can be an Mm -hmm. ai uh and i don't know yeah it just looks cool like i like the aesthetic of it like the the more simplistic like art style of it uh i'm gonna say 86 86 see hmm. this is a weird one because like this is going to be one of those games where i think reviewers and players have very different experiences yes that is definitely true but i also it's an arcane game and i feel like arcane games usually are like pretty good uh except if you count wolfenstein young blood young okay well i well, you know i i don't remember the name of that because that was, was half that was that was arcane and machine games they both worked together new blood it, what the fuck was that called it was it's old blood and maybe new blood <laughs> I, young blood i don't know young, young blood is is a movie. uh is a pop artist well it's a movie oh okay with patrick swayze that's mm. a hockey movie or am I thinking of something else? I don't know. <laughs> it was it was Young Blood. Okay, yeah. Okay, thank God. I was gonna go crazy. <laughs> Are you talking about the? Oh no, it's Rob Lowe. That's Young Blood the movie. I'm sorry. Okay. We're talking about two different things here. We are talking about so many different <laughs> things. I, I was talking about a pop artist originally, um, but yes, the the machine games arcade game. Okay. It was Young Young Blood. Young Blood okay. Which was like one word. I don't know. Whatever. What do you think this Deathloop's going to get? <laughs> uh, anyway, I, what I was saying is I think this is going to be two very different experiences because I think players, it's going to be people who are get really good at this game are just going to play, like go into other people's games and make it almost impossible for people to beat it. 
Yeah, but then you could just fight the AI. And then you can just fight the AI. Uh, but that'll be dependent on how good the AI is as well. That's true. Uh, so, like, this is just one of those weird things where, like, if they nail the concept, it'll be very high. But if it doesn't, then I'm guessing it'll be in the 70s. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm leaning go around 75. I don't okay. I don't know if they're gonna nail it. Uh, another game that I don't know that's gonna get nailed is Destruction All Stars. <laughs> so I always thought this game looked not good. Right, right. I'm say that, and then when it was supposed to be a launch game, and they said no, not anymore, but we'll give it to everyone for free. It was PlayStation mm. Plus. I think it's bad. I'm gonna go the lowest I've gone yet, and I'm gonna say a sixty. A sixty. That's interesting. I think it's. I think it's gonna be bad. Well, we should probably talk about this game. This is the Sony exclusive that is uh-huh. car combat, but it also has like you can jump out of the car and dance around and do emotes. Mm. So it sounds very fun and interesting, and that's why I'm gonna give it a sixty-five, Manny. Oh shit. <laughs> I, that's what I was actually thinking. I like. I do not think this is going to be good. Oh, gonna, I think it's going to be so bad. This is going to be one game we talk about in I don't know twenty twenty eight when we're talking about the PS six and we go. Remember Destruction All Stars? That yeah, la- did launch title or launch window game? Boy, that game sucked. Like I just think it like I don't even I don't know, man. And like I don't even like their like weird aesthetic that they're going for with the like fun colorful characters where they're like trying to be like overwatch time mm-hmm. i like they just don't look good to me it looks like it's got a weird edgy sense of humor mm-hmm. i i am not in on that no apparently it's supposed to february as of yes according to this so mm-hmm. uh good luck to uh lucid games which mm-hmm. um Oh, apparently they helped make Need for Speed Payback. So, oh, good. They great lineage. Great, great lineage there. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyway, Far Cry Six. Uh, the Far Cry formula has been, I would say, been getting worse. <laughs> I, I mean, let, let's be honest here, because there was Far Cry Three, and everybody loved it. And then Far Cry 4 came out, and people were like, this is really good. It's more Far Cry 3, so it, it just wasn't considered as good. Yeah, yeah. And then it was Far Cry Primal, and people were like, they just reused the same map, but it's cavemen. And then <laughs> Far Cry 5 came out, and people were like, this was an interesting concept, and then they completely bungled it. Mm-hmm. And then they made that Far Cry New Dawn. Oh, Yes. New Dawn. Uh, so, like, I'm going to guess this isn't going to be around Far Cry 5 levels. I hate to say it, which means I'll like it. I'll play it. But I, I'm i going to guess it's going to be mid-70s. So I'm going to say, like, a 78. I think it'll be an 82. An 82. Interesting. Because I... All of the mainline Far Cry games, I feel like usually get around an 80 and then their spinoffs get the like mid to low 70s. OK, OK. What would it what did Far Cry 5 get? I didn't even look it up. I, th- I think it's an 80 something. I'm not positive, you, but I, I'm pretty sure I would look be it surprised up. it's that high. Far Cry 5 is 82. 82. OK, so. And I think Far Cry 4 is like an 83, actually. Oh, no, that's got to be like mid-80s. 
Far Cry 4 is an 83. Really? That's, yes. I don't know if I agree with that. Can Can I write a letter to Golden Critic, please? I mean, you could write a letter to all of the critics <laughs> who gave it an 80. <laughs> because Far Cry 4 is considerably better than 5. I'm offended by this. Look, I don't like Far Cry to begin with, so I can't I can't say. Um, I can't weigh in. I can weigh in. I'm an expert. <laughs> oh, Guilty Gear Strive, Matthew. Yes. I'm so ready. It looks so cool artistically. It's a fighting game that I want to play the story mode for. Uh, I think it's going to get an 80. Just an 80? Yep, because people don't like anime things. But here's and the thing. They always... Guilty Gear is hard to get into. But like... That's why I think it, I, I disagree. I think it'll be a lot higher, but I'm going to lock you in at an 80. You should. I'm going to lock. I'm going to say my an 86 because like the guilty gear is that franchise that you're just like, there's one person in the office. That's like the fighting game guy, like the weird fighting game guy. And that's who gets this, this review. Um, so I, I think this will do fairly well because like guilty gear is a certain quality. That is true. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's gonna. It's probably just gonna be like somewhere evenly in between what we said. Like, it's probably gonna be like exactly an eighty-three or something. Yeah, just Dragon Ball Fighter Z got an eighty-seven on Medicare. But that's because it's Dragon Ball. I oh. bet you. I bet you. Exerd got an eighty-seven. Uh, what? I don't believe this. Exerd sign eighty-three. I have Rev Two. Okay, Rev Two was the sequel. Well, either way. And also, Rev 2 was not a game. It was a patch. So I always get mad when people reviewed that. Okay. Because it just it was a patch that came with DLC Exert characters. Sign was an 84. Exactly. So that is... I'm, I'm sticking to my... I think this will be a very good game. Because I think the net code's going to be a lot better. And that, might, that is true. That might help bump up the score a little bit. So... Because like reviews will t- typically try to look at everything, so yep, I'm sticking to my 86, slightly worse than uh, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, uh, the next one, Manny. That's an interesting one. Halo. Oh, it's so hard. Halo it's, it's, if Halo. it's impossible. What is this game going to be? I like I, I can't know. I can't know because like I would have said this game's going to suck shit, but they manned up and they delayed it and said, we want to make a good game. And we are specifically targeting the things that people criticized about that early footage. So the graphics, all the stuff. And I, I just, I don't know. Now I'm just kind of curious. Halo, wow, Halo Five reviewed a lot better than I thought it would. An eighty-four. Ooh, this is a tough one because, like, at this point, they're not going to release it unless it's good, right? I would assume so. So, and like Microsoft is like they have enough. Like, they'll they'll like crowdsource this out and make sure it's decent yeah so i'm gonna go with an 80 i think it'll be at least an 80 which i know is a huge drop from the original trilogy 
Uh, but like, I just, I don't think it's gone too long that it can't be a great game, but I think it could be at least okay. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say 85, 85. You think it's going to be better than halo five. I hope so. Um, that's, I don't, I see, I don't, it'll be interesting to see. People didn't really like Halo 5. No, well, they Halo didn't. fans didn't like Halo 5. No, so. but apparently reviewers didn't hate it, so. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, the next game was a game that we talked about a little earlier today. Hitman 3. Let me, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. Um, yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Cause I remember when Hitman people liked Hitman one more than two. And -hmm. I think it was partially, not partially. I think it was primarily because of the episodic nature of it. And people were a little disappointed that two. Oh my fucking God. They just on open critic Hitman one is divided by each episode. Oh, that seems bad. (laughs) Well, I because can't... they reviewed each individual sure. one for outlets. I have the Xbox One version of Hitman on Metacritic, and it's an eighty-five. Hitman okay. Two for Xbox One, an eighty-four. So, so Hitman Three will be an eighty-three, maybe. So Hitman Two on Open Critic is eighty-three for the top critic average. Okay, I I bet that this will be. I would bet this would be somewhere similar, but I am be- I'm hoping that it is better. So I'm going to go 84. <laughs> I hope it's one point better. One point better. 84. 84. I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be an 86. I think it's going to be oh, the best shit. one. Let's go. I hope so. Yeah, that's 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 which that's going to be coming out very soon, which I think very soon. We'll wait a couple weeks before we lock it in just because like review scores can come in. Like usually we get a bunch at the beginning and then outlets that didn't get it initially. But then like after we'll start trickling in for the next couple of weeks. So I won't lock anything in officially for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next game is a game that you have no interest in. I and it's one of my most anticipated games that like that's gonna be coming out, and that is Horizon Forbidden West. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is my game of the generation as of right now. Mm. I don't know. I might have. I think I liked Horizon more than uh, The Last of Us, but that's just because mm-hmm. like it's a more enjoyable experience. I can confidently mm-hmm. say that. Um, but. I see the big thing is if they work on some of the issues people had with it or where they kind of like just make the climbing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I could see this game getting like high eighties, if not nineties. Oh, I think this game's going to get a 90. Wow. Yeah. Um, where I think one of the biggest things that hurts right her horizon zero dawn was it released the same week or like a week before yeah, Zelda. Like Breath of the Wild, yeah. Uh so people inevitably just compared it to Zelda. Uh-huh. But it got an 89, so I can't really so yeah, I mean you're saying yeah, it yeah. Be... because I because like think about it. Like it 
they gorilla will 100% improve upon the things people complained about. Right. Like that, that's the one that I still see people talking about now is just like, yeah, I just hope the climbing is better. And like, I think at a bare minimum that will make the climbing better. You know what I mean? So like, and they've definitely introduced new machines. The other thing is sometimes like a sequel, if it's just like about the same, but like a slightly better at reviews worse. Yeah, and so th- that's always a weird thing, I think. So I'm thinking I'm I'm going to guess an 87, which an 87 is a very good score. I probably mm-hmm. will like it more. Uh but I think I think it'll just be one of those cases where it's just like more of the same for the most part, a couple new machines and maybe they fix the climbing. Uh so that that's going to be my guess. Mm-hmm. Um Also like I think Horizon Zero Dawn had a great story throughout. Uh, just a great contained story of undiscovering that world. I don't know how you do that again. Mm, that's p- fair. Especially like f- discovering the backstory of uh, Aloy. I like, I don't know if there's a lot more to her backstory. So, so yep. Yeah. I'm going to go with an 87. Uh, the next game is another game that I'm very excited about. And that is Kenna bridge of spirits. So this, I believe recently was announced that this is not a full priced game okay uh and so it is like a little bit i think it's only 40 bucks or something oh that doesn't necessarily mean it's this might not be this might not be the game i was thinking of this is the game that it was game informers cover story a few months ago oh it doesn't have a price yet but it is confirmed that it will not cost 60 dollars okay uh well aren't PS5 games going to be 70? Uh I think they mean less than $60 <laughs> sure, in this case. Sure. That would be fucking wild. <laughs> if they uh, that it's not 60 but it's 70, that would that would be, be hilarious. Yeah. I would I would be on board for that. <laughs> That's like that's like in fucking game boxes when they're like it has more than thirty three characters and you're like oh so it has thirty four characters thirty one thirty yeah <laughs> it has less mm-hmm. uh I yeah this I don't know about like it looks cool yes uh it's supposed to I think it's a PlayStation exclusive because it's only PS four and PS five as far as but I, I think it, I think it's an Epic Game Store exclusive on PC okay. So, but it's not on Xbox, so. Yes. Um, man. It's so it's supposed to be like a fun, like adventure that is like some action combat. Yeah, I can't tell if it's like a platformer or what it is. Yeah, so I don't really know. I, oh man. I would say an 80 on this, I guess. Okay. Not knowing any, like it's hard to. This is a tough yeah. one. Um, uh, yeah, I could see it right around. I'm gonna say an 82. I, I'm mm. a little hopeful. I think, I think, I think I will like it, or at least I'm hopeful I'll like it. So, do you think you'll pick this up if it reviews well? Yeah, I'll probably play it. So, awesome. Uh, the next game could potentially. Oh, I see you already put in a number. For, no, I did not. For oh, you didn't at the very bottom. No, you did that. Oh, that I was here that. when I got okay. here. Okay, <laughs> okay. I thought you were just like messing with me. Okay. No, that was that was uh, you put that there. I did not okay. say that. Uh, but anyway, uh, the next one potentially could break many 
and just end this podcast. And that is uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, so this is also really hard to predict because people will review this. Yes, they will. And it is a re-release of three other games. Yes, yep. And I hate that because... Uh, you're Yeah, but you're... Re- you're reviewing the release. You're not reviewing those games. You're saying like, is this worth purchasing? Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it is worth purchasing. Um, well, it has all the DLC, Matt. Cause like Tony Hawk, like one and two that needed to be reviewed because if it, if it didn't feel right, people needed to know that it didn't feel right and it wasn't worth purchasing. So like, this is absolutely needs to be reviewed. Um, I mean, two and three are the same. They have said that like it is just it is sure. like exact ports of two and sure, three. Sure. So one is the one that they are changing, quote unquote. But I don't know to like what extent they're changing it or like if really at all. I don't know if they're just saying that. So, so it sounds like they might be doing the minimum amount of work to it. It could. Yes. Which that could hurt it. Because third-person shooters have come a long way since 2012 or 2013 when Mass Effect 3 came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could feel a little old in that sense. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 90. 90. You think they're just going to nail it? Or is this just like hopeful? Nope, that's just what I want. Oh, that's what, yes. what I, you what need I, it to be a ninety. Uh huh. I would like for them to be like, ah, yes, you remember Mass Effect? Here mm-hmm. it is, ninety. I just don't have any faith in them, Manny. <laughs> well, so this is another thing where I feel like it's probably actually going to get an eighty because they'll be like, yeah, it's Mass Effect. I there was going to say a seventy-eight. I think it'll be a little yeah. below eighty. Um, because I just I have a feeling like something they'll fuck something up like they'll fuck up like the progression from moving from one game to another yeah but like i don't even care about that to a certain point like other than the choices i meant like uh, the character progression or whatever yeah like i don't even care about the character progression like because you can just start at any level and it doesn't really make a difference oh sure sure Oh. So I, th- I, th- I mean, if they somehow fuck up the choices carrying over, which seems impossible at this point, uh, uh, anything's possible. I anything is possible. That's true. Another game that we talked about earlier today, uh, mm-hmm. po- new Pokemon Snap. In my heart, it will be a hundred, <laughs> but in reality, it will be a seventy. I was gonna say a seventy-five. It's going to be a 70. I dude, because it's, it's what I said. It's going to be one of those things where they're like, well, it's like four hours long. And it's like, dude, it's a fucking on rails picture taking game dog. Like it can't be 20, yeah. 30 hours. It can't be. It can't be. Cause what the fuck that's in, it's impossible. Impossible. <laughs> I, I think at the upper end of like, Ooh, you're stretching this a bit thin is like eight hours. So like, I think if you really build a lot of worlds and you put almost every Pokemon into it, you could probably make it 10 hours. Yeah, because if you take a picture of one Pokemon a minute, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of time. But like, I just I don't Pokemon is cutting Pokemon out of the main series. 
You know what I mean? The only other is if they have a lot of secrets and you really have to spend some time like discovering. Sure, secrets, sure. You, they could maybe squeeze it to like 10, 12 hours, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't have it. I think this is going to be I, so slapdash and just like, I, they, I don't think they understand why people like Pokemon Snap. No, but Snap. It, looks, it looks really pretty it does. in the trailer. It, it, it does. And we're gonna buy it regardless. This is gonna. Oh, be I know. Games. I don't care if it's a fucking the worst game ever made. Mm-hmm. I'm buying it. Yeah, we're gonna let let them know. I want another one. Uh, we're we're gonna be. I, this is gonna be on one of our most disappointing games of the year. I think. Oh, you know it. Because we're gonna you be like, it. we had such low expectations, and they didn't even. They didn't. It. They didn't even meet it. <laughs> Yeah, like my my high expectation is like they made another Pokemon Snap. Yeah, and yeah. somehow they'll fuck it up. Um, I have faith that the Pokemon Company will let me down at every turn. <laughs> that is the one thing they consistently do for you. Man. It definitely is. Um, one thing that I think is very odd is Outriders, and the fact that last time we talked about this game, you said you're kind of interested in it. Look, it looks okay. All right. <laughs> It looks okay. It is basically just Destiny, but edgier, and it looks fine. Can we and talk to them and maybe get that on the uh, the box? Like, <laughs> it looks okay. Yeah, I mean that's what it should say on the box because they don't have a lot of other things going on. It looks it looks okay, and that is like, look, man. Not a lot of games have been officially announced for 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you have to play Outriders, it looks all right. I think it will get a 75. I was thinking a 65. Oh, dang. I think it's going to be all right. I still I stand by this. I think it being a Destiny-style game, very few companies do it well especially the first time i don't have faith that this small people can people can fly is not a small studio they make decent games like the quiet man and here's the word judgment yeah see mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no sorry the quiet man was human head okay so see? that's out Never mind. I think this will be fine. People can fly. I, they're actually their most recent game might have been uh, Bullet Storm Rebulleted or whatever the fuck they called it. Yeah, and that was all right, I guess. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think Bullet Storm is a interesting. It's it was an interesting drive. I just think with a, a looter shooter, they never do well the first time. And so I just don't have faith. Look, I think it looks all right. <laughs> well, I I hope you like it. I, I don't know that like I'm going to get it. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it looks all right. Well, one of us has to play it. I don't know that that's true. That's probably fair. Oh, uh, the next game f- that looks not great on, is dude. Prince of Persia Sansa Time Remake. Fucking this this game why is is it even coming out why is it even coming out i don't know and why how are they charging 40 dollars for it that's another great question manny yeah it does not look good it looks like a slightly uprised ps2 game 
I know. Um, I think this is going to be another game in the 60s. I, I Yeah. I think it's going to be a 68. I, I think it's going to be 65. Okay. So neither of us are uh, too excited about this game, which is unfortunate. But, you know, I, this just seems like a half-assed, lazy Ubisoft port to me. I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but that's what it looks like. So uh, The next game has got to be one of your most anticipated games, and that's uh, Psychonauts 2. Mm, yeah, I so I am excited for this. And I don't know. I don't know. Like, I want to love it, and I hope that it's so good. But, like, I feel like it's had so much development trouble, and, like, it should have been out by now. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Do you think they would have released it if they didn't have Microsoft backing it? Where they would be like, I, we can't keep working on this. We have to just get it out. Yeah, I think it would have been out by now. So, like, maybe with Microsoft, they're getting a little more time in the oven to just kind of iron some stuff out. Yeah, that's what that's what it seems like. Like, I, I would like I would like to believe that this will get like an eighty-five. Mm-hmm. But I. See, the thing is weird, too, because, like, it is, it's a 3D platformer, and, like, is is that still something that people want? You know what I mean? Like, not that they don't want them, but, like, is that, even if it's amazing, is that still gonna do super well in a modern context? If your name is Mario, yes. Okay, or if you are Ratchet and Clank. Which Ratchet and Clank is different. That I mean, that's true, but it still I mean, is like a three. It's a three D platformer, but like I can't put Ratchet and Clank and Psychonauts on the same. Like that, just like it's they're so different. But I I see what yeah. you're saying. Um, yeah i I think this is gonna be in the seventies. I think it's gonna be one of those those things where like double fa- fine fans are gonna find things to like about this. Mm-hmm. But I just think the gameplay is just not going to hold up well. Yeah, no, I just don't think it's going to hold up well. So I, I will say eighty-five to be hopeful. Okay, but I do not, I do not think it will get that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go seventy-five, right in the middle. Yeah. Uh speaking of three D platformers, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, I think this is going to be the game that make people say playstation finally has a product showing why you need to have a ps5 i think this will be the the product that make people go you need to buy a ps5 to play this game Mm -hmm. uh unfortunately there are no ps5s to buy so good luck getting one but if you have one congratulations on having this so i'm expecting at the very worst like an 88 but i wouldn't be surprised if this is like a 90 I'm going to say 92. Ooh. I I hope that would be incredible. Um, uh, look, Ratchet and Clank games are fucking sick, dude. Yeah. They're always so good. I'm kind of wondering the last like one that made it into the 90s now. If there's an easy way to kind of look at this. B- 
because the the PS4 version was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't, but I don't think it was quite. Yeah, that was in '85. '77. I can't think of what the fuck the one was called. A crack in time. Oh no! All in one. Oof! This is good podcasting, Manny. I just, I, I literally can't find it. It's a crack in time, but crack um, time was an eighty-seven. Damn it! Okay, well, maybe they never hit ninety, but I still am excited, and I stand by what I said. I mean, that would be really cool. Ooh, um, Tools of Destruction was an eighty-nine. Mm. Damn, that was a PS2 game, though. Or no, maybe that yes. was the first PS3 one. Uh, yeah, two thousand seven was probably. Yeah. I, I'm going to check the originals here. So if you want to just keep talking about stuff. I'll yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I, I just hope because like I it's trying to be like a showcase for the PS5. I hope that it tries a bunch of weird new shit with like the fact, maybe the fact that when you go into a rift and it like loads instantaneously, people will lose their fucking gourds. And I just I yes. hope that it's so good. OK, so Ratchet Clank was a 90. Uh, mm. Ratchet & Clank 2 Going Commando was also a 90. Mm. And Up Your Ars- Arsenal was a 91.54. Hell yeah, uh, baby! So the first three were all 90. So this could be potentially the highest rated one if it is the but two. But I don't think it will be because I those three games were reviewed at a time when that was the peak of gaming. And now, like I said, I don't think people are as hot on this type of release. Um, but here's the thing. Like, if they can prove two things. One, if they can pre- like prove the, like, make the PS5, like, worth owning. And two, it's been so long since we've gotten a new Ratchet and Clank. I'm not, like, and this is not saying anything negative about the remake or whatever, but that was just a remake in 2016. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's been long enough that we haven't seen a Ratchet and Clank, which I think might have hurt it, because, like, they were coming out, like, almost, like, yearly. They So, like, that would definitely hurt it. But the fact that it's been, like, almost 10 years since we've gotten a new one, that could help push it into, like, low 90s, which, yeah. I mean, could be like the best rated Ratchet and Clank. I think we both want that. Yes, I definitely want that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that would be awesome for uh, Insomniac to just basically just be nailing it on all fronts. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I hope I, I hope I hope it's good. I can't imagine it won't be. I feel like Insomniac has just been on such a, a tear lately that it would be mm-hmm. shocking if they they fucked this up. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next game is uh, Resident Evil Village, another game that we uh, mentioned earlier. Um, Resident Evil 7 really just kind of changed what Resident Evil was by going to like the first person perspective and really kind of just like simplifying it uh, where like things were just getting weirder and crazier and kind of worse. Where this, they were like, okay, we're just going to go back to like a small condensed house and that's what the game is. Uh, and it, I think reviewers really liked it and appreciated what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, where it does seem like this, they're kind of expanding it out a little bit, and it's going to a village, hence the mm-hmm. name. But Resident so Evil, Resident Evil Four. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so that was an eighty-six. Seven was an eighty-six. I expect it to be around there. Um, I think it'll be definitely better than Resident Evil 3. 
the the remake mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. the remake was a 79 um now i'm just kind of curious what the two was like almost 90 yeah two was a 91 yeah. i don't expect yeah. it to be that high i think this will be an 82 in 82 i was thinking mm-hmm. it's going to be around an 85 so i'm gonna go with an 85 so uh so a little worse than seven but i think uh i think it'll still be a good game yes uh, the next one, Super Mario 3D World, uh, plus uh, Bowser's Fury, another game mm-hmm. we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this game we're both very excited about. Uh, one thing I, I was thinking about this today, one thing I'm very excited about this game is I haven't bought a new game for my Switch since Animal Crossing. Oh, shit. Your favorite. And I played that for an hour and then sent it away, which mm. means the last game that I've played to completion like new game was pokemon on my switch yeah but you were you were also playing the dlc i played the dlc but that's not a new game that's just deal yeah that's true so like i finally will have a reason to pull out my switch again and play a new game which this is technically not a new game because it's a re-release but still i'm Mm -hmm. gonna count it as a new game Mm -hmm. uh the super mario 3d world on wii u got a 93 on metacritic so it reviewed very well um, I don't know if it'll review that well again, just because like it's the same game with some DLC. Uh, see, I think it's going to get a 90. And okay. here's why. Well, it's the same thing I said for Mass Effect. But still, this people like this game a lot. Yes, like it reviewed yes. very, very well. Yep. At the time uh, when most Switch or most Switch, most Wii U games were not reviewing very well mm-hmm. at the time. Um people love this game yeah. for good reason. Yes. We do. Yeah. It's a, it's a great Mario game. Um, and I think that that's, it got overshadowed by the Wii U sucking shit. Well, nobody like at least fans, like no one had, had, no one had a Wii U, right? right? right. Like, so, so it's the same thing. Why I'm glad that Mario Kart eight came out on the switch is because like, it's just a great Mario Kart game. Like, yes, more people should experience that. Yes. This is probably the game. I feel that way the most about from the Wii U. Is like people should just play this, like mm-hmm. because people like Mario. People should like this game. People should play it. It will be that game again, but it is shown that it is just runs better and faster. Okay. So it's basically the original game, but better with more content. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like it will probably just get a ninety because I think in reviews it'll be like, ah, oh, yes, the original game still rules, mm-hmm. but now there's more than that. So I think it'll end up getting about the same score. That makes sense. In the end. Yeah, I, I was going to say an 87. I mean, an 87 is yeah. a very respectable score. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it'll just be a little worse just because it is just like more of the same. Uh, but now I'm just kind of curious. I'm already, I've already locked in, but I just kind of want to see like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze uh, compared to um, mm. uh, Funky Funky's mode. I guess. Or yeah, but that was the that was the only thing they added was like an easy mode with Funky, though. Sure. So. I just kind of want to see the difference if there is much of a difference between those two. Tropical Freeze 1 is a highly respected uh, product. Okay. The Wii U version on Tropical Freeze is an 83. The Switch version is an 86. Okay. So Funky Mode, three better, Mini. Funky Mode, three points. I mean, I love Funky Kong, so I I, can see where that would come from. I mean, like, who, who who doesn't like Funky Kong? exactly where's jorts uh the the uh, next game is another game that's coming out this month and a couple weeks is the the medium which is a game that 
makes me uncomfortable when I watch the trailers. And so, I know fuck all about this product. Like it, I have no, I can, I cannot, I have no idea what it would possibly be. Uh, yeah. I mean, like if they can nail it and like they are rendering the two worlds and it all works seamlessly, I think it could like review kind of well. Uh, yeah. If the story works out, but like yeah, this is a this is just one that it could be anything. Hmm. Um, I'm I so to me this will probably be one of those ones where like I think it'll be an eighty, just because it'll be one of those things where it probably is trying to do something really cool, but it doesn't quite get it. Well, now I'm just kind of looking. You're thinking an eighty? Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm cheating a little bit here. Mm, okay, and look, that's fine. And looking at because it's Bloober Team, and looking at their other releases, uh, they released Layers of Fear, Observer, Layers of Fear Two, Blair Witch, and now the Medium. People like Observer. Uh, Observer has a seventy. Well, it's all over the place, which is confusing. Uh, but it's like high seventies. They're all in. I the think 70s. they were like. A- a hundred versions of Observer. Yes, but, there were. A Blair yeah. Witch was 60s. Observer, Layers of Fear, they're the 70s. So I guess I'm probably going to lean like 75, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I'll say 80 still. Because I mean, like... You think they may have learned from these these games? and Yes, but also they're getting their sweet cash from Microsoft, I believe, for this product. Because... I think they did for Blair Witch too, though. Uh, no, so... Blair Witch was Lionsgate published it mm, okay well then yes i think the money from microsoft will help out maybe maybe yeah scenario. maybe like the like the games just didn't quite have the money attached and so like maybe having just a little bit money more money will make it a little bit better mm-hmm. so yeah uh I, I i hope that game ends up being as cool as it sounds because it's it sounds ambitious Yes, and then the biggest question mark whether this game will even come out. But I figured we had to have it on the list. Yes, uh, and that is unless you, there are more that you can think of to add. But these are games that I feel like at least there's a good chance they'll all release this year. Uh, I had made a list of ones that were confirmed, so I can look at that afterwards. Okay. Uh, uh, well, it's uh, Zelda: Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two. Um, I think this game's going to come out this year because it's the Zelda 35th anniversary. I would love for that to happen. And it's been four years mm-hmm. uh, since the original, which, I mean, it'd be the same. I mean, Horizon's coming out this year, so I, I think Zelda could come out this year. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe around the same time again. It's maybe right around the same time, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's going to be as good as Breath of the Wild. Oh, me either, dude. <laughs> because I I truly believe that this game will be peak Nintendo shit, where it's like just the same game. But here's the thing. What if they fix some of the stuff that annoyed me and I like it more? I mean, that I'm glad for you if that's the case. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't think this game is going to be bad, right? right? I just think that, like, personally, I think I will be disappointed by it. Oh. Because it's just one of those things where it's like, ah, oh. Because I, I truly do feel like Breath of the Wild and Odyssey, Mario Odyssey, like, they 
did do something different right, with right. those games. Like they tried to be like, ah, yes, it's not the exact same thing anymore. And I think that that's, what's going to happen with this game is like, I think it's going to fall back on like, Oh, that did well. So like that we'll do that again. Like I have zero doubts that the next mainline Mario game is Odyssey two. Right. Like, I think that's definitely what they are going to put out. And like, while I would love to see other worlds in Odyssey, like, I still think that they should have done like worlds that were previous Mario games. Mm, that would have been cool. Like 3D Mario games, like how oh, you go to Delfino Plaza or whatever. I still am baffled that that was not the DLC for that product. Uh, and I mean, Mario 64 kind of was because it's the final world you go to. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Either either way, whatever. I, I think this game's going to get a 90 because I don't I don't think that it will review as well as Breath of the Wild did unless it is like fucking some magic shit. I just, it, it's impossible because like for a lot of people, this game was like transcending. And yeah, I like it just changed video games for a lot of people. Yeah, like I do, I do not think I. I think it's impossible like no for this game no to chance. do that. It's impossible. I know it's impossible. Um, so like I fully agree with you. Um, so I think it's gonna be around a ninety-two. Okay, uh, which is a which very is good game. Like, yeah, I think same, yeah. like okay for you, you're saying Breath of the Wild two, Super Mario, and also Ratchet and Clank. Mass Effect Ratchet and Ratchet. Clank and, well, actually, Ratchet and Clank will be the best game. That's true. That I do out, according to you. Yeah. Hey, look, I think it could be true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that that'll be awesome if that happens. But see, but some of these in my heart, I know I will like them more. I just think these are what these games will review. Yes. At. Yes. Um, where like I think, God, if they can just clean up a couple things about Breath of the Wild, I think I'll like this a lot more. I just like, and then the people also have this wild expectation that you're gonna like finally be able to play a Zelda, and like I, Nintendo has they have no self awareness. I feel like no, no. I feel like they're like one step removed from the fucking Pokemon company in terms of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and it just like. Yeah, man. I feel like half the time they like luck into shit. This I do need to go back and try Breath of the Wild again. I I keep thinking about that because I I think part of the reason and, I, and this is gonna sound so stupid, but I think part of the reason why I'm so I was so annoyed by some of the stuff is because I was quitting smoking at the time. Oh, nice! It, so it helped me quit smoking. I'll give it that. That's good. Uh, yeah. But like that might have been a reason why every little thing annoyed me that much more. Possibly. But I, I was, mean, I, I was, but like, I don't know. I also I still, just hate stamina in all video games. So like, yeah, like I feel like your core complaints for that game. I don't think you will have changed by then because like the weapons will still break. Mm-hmm. There will still be stamina. Mm-hmm. And those were like the two things you disliked the most, I think. So the I rain. like the rain annoyed me. Well, the rain is that was random and you got fucked over on that. But well, also, like, I just, like, and this was just a weird thing. I never found Flint in that game. Oh, that is weird. I was, like, 30 hours into the game, and I was like, I never got any Flint. And then I had to go, like, searching for it. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. What I would do to make a camp is I would literally just, like, grab a fire arrow and just shoot it at wood. Yeah, same. Because uh, I never had any Flint. But that's because I was too lazy to use Flint. Mm, okay. I would just fire arrow that bitch. Yeah. But then that was an issue, which I mean, like it was just real world world physics. You could only do that if it wasn't raining or if you could get into somewhere where like. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. So, but yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I, I do need to try Breath of the Wild again. Uh, but then, like, with 2 coming out, that's one of the reasons why I haven't. Mm. Because I'm like, well, I, it'd be stupid if, like, they're taking a sequel. I might as well just wait for the sequel and try that. Because I'm going to play it. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, I'm very hopeful that... Uh, I think I'll like it. I, I mean, like, I, as many complaints as I have of Breath of the Wild, I want to say that year it was, like, my sixth game on my top ten list. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, he, like I was shocked that Last of Us didn't even make your top ten. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, number ten. No, I just don't. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it that much. Like, if I, I when I make my list, I go more enjoyment over anything else. Like, I think that Last of Us 2 is, like, a technical marvel see i thought you enjoyed it enough that it would be like 10th that's all i'm saying oh no i did not enjoy it like at all so and that that really bums me out that you did not have near not even close to the same experience i had yeah uh so um so looking at my list of things that were confirmed mostly everything like the near remake but i we don't need to put that one on there i mean like to predict no we'll, we'll why not let's just take as many things as we can to just oh because I, I was gonna say arkham knights as well i thought that was that's coming out this year i i'm pretty sure i thought that was confirmed for 2022 oh maybe it is now i don't know um or am i thinking of i the the um harry potter game the harry potter game was delayed okay gotham knights not arkham knights Oh yes, correct. Sorry, Gotham Knights. Uh, nope, yes, it is sorry. showing twenty twenty one. So yeah, let's. So I I am pretty sure that this will be Warner Brothers' big game this year. Okay, uh, to be honest. Well, TV they didn't page. have any game last year, did they? No, I don't think so. So that's why I think they need a game. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, and then the only the other one, uh, I would say Monster Hunter, but I don't want to. I I don't want to jinx it by uh, even guessing the score. Okay, you, okay, we'll just. Leave it uh, and the only other one that I'm pretty sure is coming out this year is a Hollow Knight Silk Song. You're but, right. That's another one. Yeah. And those are probably the only other three because most other things are like not even confirmed for existing in this year. And right, I, right. which we I can do, add to this list later. Ed. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do also honestly believe that while last year made a lot of games get delayed because of COVID, I think this is a year where we're truly going to see that a lot. Yeah, because a lot of games like were close to the finish line last year. Yes. Whereas now, if they were like in mid development or early yes. development, like it's just going to push them a year or more. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So I think we're truly going to see that this year. Uh, That's why a lot of stuff doesn't even have like release years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the near remake, Manny. Yeah, this is a hard one because like near Automata came out and people really liked it. People really liked it. And I was one of six people who truly liked the original near. So. I think that this game is going to get an 85. And I also think that I am going to get so mad when it comes out because I think people are going to be like, Oh my God, can you believe it? Yoko Taro has always been a genius. And I'm going to be like, man, fuck you because where were you? Where were you when near came out? (laughs) Where were you to defend the reviews where Jim Sterling quit the game an hour in because he couldn't figure out how to fish. Where, oh. where? Oh that my! Sounds like God. my experience with Animal Crossing. It does. <laughs> except it, Nier's fishing is wildly difficult and like doesn't make any sense. Okay. So, do you think they just, fixed that? Oh, they had to have. Okay, yeah. Good, good. good. I, it was just so stupid. It was not fun at all either. Um, 
so yeah, I like this game is going to be weird. And it's also another thing where like, it's technically not the same near I played because it's the replicant version. So it's like, instead of you being the girl's father, you are her brother and everything is way more anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually said something recently where if they get so many some things on Twitter or whatever, they're going to add the guy from Gestalt. But I don't know if that will like change the dialogue or anything. I think it'll just be a costume. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I think this game is going to be very well received uh, because like they're going to update the combat and like a lot of the systems and stuff. But it's just one of those things where that's not what made that game to me. Like the plot is what made that game to me. Right. So I think regardless of what any of the other systems are, I think if people can push through, they will enjoy the story, quote unquote. But I don't know. This is just a weird release. I'm shocked that they're even doing it. So. Do you think this game got more of a budget than Nier Automata did? <laughs> no. Because that game... Judge, ju- judging by the uh, the early footage that they have shown, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say an 80. I think people yeah. are going to be like, it's not as good as Nier Automata. Uh, it feels like near automata was the sequel so this is going to feel like an older version of that i I think people are going to be disappointed a little bit by that yes um the next game that you brought up gotham knights i think this game's gonna get a 75 75 um this is the game by idos not idos or warner brothers montreal right Mm-hmm. WB Games Montreal or whatever yes. it is. Yes, yes. That hasn't released a game since like 2013 or whatever it was. When they did the Arkham Origins, which that game did not review particularly well. No. I want this game to be really good. I need this game to be really good. But I agree with you. It's probably not going to be great. But I am going to do pull a U and hope that it's going to be an 80. <laughs> yes, they also because uh, they put out that early footage and it like didn't really look like a co-op game. They just put out something recently that said they're reworking it to be more like co-op centric or some shit. That, so don't know I don't if that know. makes it better. No, it doesn't. I'm just saying I, they're trying to like lean hard into what they want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope it works out. Uh, the last game we will talk about is Hollow Knight Silk Song. God damn it! They need to give me the release date. I don't know if the Edge issue that it's in is out yet. I this. Oh my god, this game, dude! It's gonna be so good. I can taste it. And also, what the fuck is this? I'm on the Hollow Knight open critic page. There are two reviews from the same guy but he wrote the review originally for pc gamer for the game when it came out on pc gave it a 92 he reviewed the console version a year later for ign and he gave it a 94 what (laughs) Uh, unless they have different like each outlet has different standards i know that's stupid though it's the same man (laughs) it's the same man maybe anyways Maybe he came he came into it. Two points more. Mm-hmm. He he was like, oh, this is 94 now. Anyways, Hollow Knight Silk Song, I'm gonna say 92, 92. baby. Okay. We're gonna tie it with uh with Ratchet and Clank. 
because I want this game to be so good and I want for everyone to play it right when it comes out so that I don't have to be the only person like with the original Hollow Knight who was like, hey, have you guys heard of Hollow Knight? It's fucking sick. And everybody's like, no, what's that? Why would I play that? And then it comes out on console and everybody on Earth is like, have you guys heard about this Hollow Knight game? And it's like, God damn it. It was on my top 10 list last year. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, that's like Ori, <laughs> where everyone's just like, I don't want to play this. Why would I play a good game? I don't understand. It just it makes me so mad that people were like, well, I'll, I'll play it someday. And it's like, no. And then it came out on console and everybody's like, what? Have you seen Hollow Knight? It's like, yes, bitch. I loved Hollow Knight. Uh, I also Silk Song. I think Hornet is a cooler character. So she's going to be fun to play. I think. I'm thinking it's going to be around an 85. Oh, you think it's going to be that much lower than the Ridge? Well, what is the original 90? 90. Oh, wow. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's not a huge drop off. If we're being no, it's not. it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Uh, like, like, in the grand scheme of things, what's the difference between an 85 and a 90? Uh, it just it's, like, just it's, it's so minimal. much better. It's, it's so, so minimal. much better. Uh, you can't even comprehend how much better it will uh, be. So like, I uh, so yeah, I, I think it'll just kind of. But I, I I don't I've tried it three times. I tried it on my PlayStation and I've tried it twice on Xbox. I just mm-hmm. for whatever reason I love Metroidvanias, but I just can't get into Hollow Knight. Oh, it makes me I love it. I love exploring. I love the art aesthetic. I like the music, the combat. Yeah, you and it's I are like opposites with Ori and Hollow Knight yeah. for whatever reason. So well, they, the, the, uh, man, the, the creators of Ori, dude, he needs to be put in jail. Yeah, because he's the one who was like shitting on Hollow Knight and then he's he shitting all over it. And then he t- took all of the things yeah. that were different about Hollow Knight mm-hmm. and was like, oh, aren't they good now? I was like, man, shut up. You still made a good game, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. Who cares? Um. So, yeah, I uh, God, I just I want it right now. I want them to like surprise me and be like, hey, it's out right now. And I can be like, oh, thank God. Well, we, we have Hitman. We have Hitman. We don't need it out right now. No, I know. But like, I I will truly love this game when it comes out. So I am I am excited because I it, at worst, it will be Hollow Knight again. Mm-hmm. And I could use that. Oh, Manny, I have one more that I'd like to add. OK, what is it? Pokemon. Mm, gross. Uh, what what are they remaking? Golden, not gold. Uh, uh, uh diamond and pearl. Diamond and pearl. That is a rumor. We probably could have talked about it, but like, who cares? Yeah, but if, I mean, it's not even a rumor. They're doing that. Uh, so there's. We're just gonna put it here. Apparently, Pokemon Company is remaking Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say an eighty. Hang on, what did Sword and Shield get? <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield. Do you think they're going to try? Do you think they're going to try to introduce like open areas into this game? Oh yeah, dog. I don't think they should or really can because there are like no open areas in that game. I'm going to say a 75. 75. They're getting they're they're taking this uh, the Far Cry route of just like slowly getting worse with every game. Um. You know what we didn't talk about in the news for the 20th anniversary of Pokemon? They're doing Katy Perry's doing a song collab. I did not know this. Yeah, so get hype. 
Katy Perry Pokemon collab. Everybody loves that. I, you know what? After the podcast, I'm going to send you the article I read with quotes from Katy Perry about Pokemon. And you tell me if she sounds like a person who knows anything about Pokemon or has seen it before ever. I'm going to guess no. Oh, Pikachu's the hero of this story. Oh, get ready. Okay. It's very exciting. She, yeah, I'm convinced that they said, you want to do this? It'll make you a quadrillion dollars. And she said, oh yeah. And then someone said, Ooh, but you got to talk about Pokemon. <laughs> She's like, Oh, I can fake it. I've heard of Pikachu. So yes, I've got that's, this. that is, that is what the fuck, <laughs> that is what it seems like. Um, so yeah, I am curious to see how this pans out. I'm usually pretty bad at guessing review scores. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that pans out. Oh, uh, what do you think will be the biggest surprise? Do you think Halo Infinite? Halo Infinite. That you think that could be anywhere? I think it'll be way higher than what we said, or way lower than what we said. Oof. I, Mass Effect is going to be the one that kind of like makes or breaks. I think, mm, but for yeah, us, because so. there's such a big separation between the two, where the rest of them, there's yeah, they're pretty close. Deathloop, there's some separation. Yeah. Well, and I guess Axiom Verge is another one where you do not think as highly as I do. I do not. I do not think it's going to be very good. Uh, but a lot of them, we are pretty close. Yeah. At least within five, it seems like mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, this will be very interesting, and as I said, we'll just I'll I'll update this like maybe like every couple months or whatever, and then we can just keep adding to it. And uh, mm. we'll see who's uh, better at this at, at the end of the year. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it here. Yeah. Um, we are truly starting 2021 now. Uh, this coming week will be the first like big release of 2021 for us, at least. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be tight. So that that's exciting. Um, since it comes out on a Wednesday, I will have played it by the time we do the podcast. So I'll be able to speak to at least the first two, probably, uh, areas of Hitman 3. Um, and yeah, that's good. That's going to do it for us. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, as always, the theme song is Sting Operationed by the band Anamanaguchi. The Scott Pilgrim game has re-released now. I just uh, pre-ordered the physical copy and it is coming with a physical soundtrack, which was done by Anamanaguchi. So that is maybe one of my favorite video game soundtracks of all time. As I always say, excellent chiptune band, check them out uh, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Peace out.